0: Formula One is back, and so are we. Welcome to another episode of Off The Grid. I'm your host, Kaylee. Now, the summer break has been four weeks without Formula One, and we're going into a triple header. So, if you're a Formula One fan, this is perfect timing to really get excited, because going off of a a four-week break, and then coming straight into the second half of the season, three straight races, not only is it three straight races, it's spa- then we're heading off to the Dutch Grand Prix and then the Italian Grand Prix at Monza. So, a lot of great stuff going on throughout the Formula 1 world. Now, getting into the driver's market, not a lot of drivers have guaranteed a spot uh, for the upcoming season. And really, here's my list so far of like the drivers who are guaranteed. So, we know that Mercedes is sticking with Lewis Hamilton. The big question mark for their second seat, though, is will they stick with Valtteri Bottas or will they go with the young Brit and entrusting George Russell to kind of take over the reins? Because how many seasons will Lewis Hamilton continue to race? Will he be a Kimi Raikkonen or will he soon retire? That's the big question for Mercedes. I think if they want... To kind of groom the next world champion, I think that their next world champion will be in George Russell. I think that George Russell is the better option here. I know that he's going to be a number two driver if he goes to Mercedes. But if he's the number two driver, he's going to get that experience in that Mercedes. And then by the time Hamilton leaves, Russell will just be able to kind of take over the reins and just kind of come out and be their number one driver. Um Red Bull they've signed Verstappen for till the end of 2022. If he wins this season, I think he's guaranteed for another contract after the end of next season. Who's their second driver going to be? Are they going to pull from the Red Bull drivers academy? Are they going to pull up Pierre Gasly again or is that an option? Yes, it's an option. Are they going to do it? I don't know. Are they going to p- trust Yuki Tsunoda? Probably not. I'm going to be real honest. I don't think that Yuki Tsunoda is ready for the Red Bull seat. I don't think that he's proven himself enough. I don't think he's got enough experience in that Formula 1 car. Could they pull Alex Albon back into Formula 1? 100%. 100% they could. I mean, he's he's doing a lot of great stuff outside of Formula, outside of Formula 1. He's really showing that he could be this great driver in Formula 1. He's just coming off of a podium uh, after this past weekend. So really, Alex Albon is a very good option for him. I don't know if they're going to go with Albon or Gasly, though. I mean, they could just be taking one of their junior drivers and dropping him straight in the Red Bull car, they could be taking any of the other drivers that are going to be available. It's really or they could re sign Sergio Perez. We don't know. It all is based off of where the, they are in the end of the season, where they're coming up to. Are they close? Are they still in the championship fight? Are they still in the constructors sh- you know? Range, obviously right now, is very close between Hamilton and Verstappen. It's very close between Red Bull and Mercedes for that number one position in both the Drivers' Championship and the Constructors' Championship. So I think that Perez and Verstappen are clearly the uh, the duo that it's going to take to get Red Bull back on top. And I think Red Bull is just waiting to see where Perez um, lands and where they end up at the end of the season. McLaren 100% for sure is going with Norris and Ricardo uh, for next season. And that is something we know the drivers aren't going to change. Hopefully, Ricardo can kind of click more with the McLaren in the second half of the season. Hopefully, by next season, both Norris and Ricardo are just going to come in and they're just going to go after it. Um, Aston Martin kind of having a complex, a little weird situation going on with them. They're a bit questionable. Uh, Sebastian Vettel has a contract until the end of 2022. Lance Stroll, his father, Lauren Stroll, owns the Formula One team. But Lance Stroll has not gotten a contract yet. Obviously, they're probably going to, to re-sign him. Could he be looking at other Formula One teams? Yes, it's very very easily an option for him the question is is will he move to a different formula 1 team who knows i think that he's just waiting he's always got a seat at aston martin obviously cuz his dad owns the team so if he can't find a, another team i'm sure aston martin will will gladly sign him Alpine, another team that 100% is sticking with both their drivers, so Fernando Alonso is going to remain in F1 for another year. Esteban Ocon, obviously got that beautiful three-year contract um, that he signed just before the French Grand Prix. So we know Alpine is set. Alpine's got some junior drivers if they needed to pull up um, as well. A lot of them in Formula 2 right now. In fact, one of their... uh, Junior drivers is currently number one in the standings for Formula 2, so Alpine, if they didn't have Fernando Alonso coming or staying this year, they would have had a lot of options coming in from their Drivers Academy, but of course, all the drivers that are still currently on the grid. Now, Ferrari is another team that is sticking with their duo. Ferrari has come out and said that they have the best driver duo in Formula 1, that is up to personal opinion. Obviously, Ferrari thinks that they've got the best. Personally, I think that uh, Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc are a really great duo. I think that next season, Carlos Sainz is going to really come out strong in the Ferrari. I think he's underestimated in Formula One, and I think that he needs to be more talked or more talked about in the aspect of possibly being a uh, world champion one day. I think he's definitely got the potential. I think Ferrari uh, sees it in him, and I think he, in fact, sees it in himself, and I think it could very much happen in the next coming years. Um, Tauri, no contracts have been signed. So really, Pierre Gasly, they want him to come back. He's one of their, he's their strongest driver. Uh, if you had to, in the debate of Yuki Sonoda and Pierre Gasly, Pierre Gasly, obviously, he's a race winner. He's won a race before you can say that it was luck you can say it was fate you can say whatever you want but he's won a race Yuki Sonoda struggling in the beginning of the season kind of coming back um, at the end of the first half of the season so really Tsunoda and Gasly I think that they're a decent enough duo um, for that midfield team Uh, But I definitely think that Pierre Gasly is going to be leaving AlphaTauri. I think he's got other options elsewhere. I would like to see him at Williams or even at Haas. I know the chances of him moving to a different team are probably really low, but it would be great to see him in a different uh, Formula 1 car. Now, then you have the question of Williams. Williams, of course will gladly re-sign George Russell. He's loyal to them. But, of course, he's a Mercedes guy at heart. He's dreamt of this Mercedes seat. He knows he's going to get it. It's just a matter of when. And so I think if not this year, he's definitely going to sign a one-year contract with Williams, depending on the length of Valtteri's contract. Um, He's definitely, definitely the better of the two Williams drivers. Um of course his luck, Nicholas Latifi outscores him (laughs) during the Hungarian Grand Prix. So unfortunately for Russell, that's kind of where he's at. It's he's got a seat for sure, uh whether it's in Mercedes, whether it's in Williams, um, definitely something out there that they need to uh need to establish um and figure out quick for the other drivers to kind of find their seats next season. Alfa Romeo also has no contracts being signed which is strange because you've got Antonio Giovinazzi you've got Kimi Raikkonen personally I think Antonio Giovinazzi whether it's the car that he's in I don't think that Alfa Romeo's got a competitive car so it's really hard to see a driver's potential or a driver's uh, talent and skill Um, so this you know I don't we haven't really seen anything um, in Antonio Giovinazzi, so I think it's sh- going to be strange um, to kind of say, will he uh, re-sign with Alfa Romeo? Will he move to a different team? Um, I would like to see him move to a different team to really show his full potential and see what he could do. But he really hasn't been anything for uh, all the other teams to to look at. Um Kimmy I know a lot of fans don't want to hear it, but he could possibly be retiring and there's been a lot of rumors about it. There's been a lot of fan theories, there's been a lot of questionable, you know, uh you know, statements and and things that maybe Kimmy is is time for the Iceman to retire. He's he's given a lot to Formula 1. He's been passionate about the sport. He loves Formula 1 a lot and uh he's just he's 41 years old. He's probably just looking uh to spend time with his family and and just kind of retire and enjoy enjoy the rest of his life. Um and obviously Formula 1 isn't the safest sport. So uh Kimi Raikkonen possibly retiring, he does love the sport, but it's it's just a big question. Uh, Nikita Mazepin and Mick Schumacher, Haas is always questionable. They signed two rookies. They could keep them. Although, Gunter Steiner has commented that they're willing to get rid of either or both. <laughs> so, definitely something to look out for. I think uh, Mick Schumacher definitely making great strides um, in Formula 1. Mazapan questionable. He hasn't really done anything. Um, Mick Schumacher definitely has has done quite enough to to point out that he's definitely got the potential to be to be a uh, Formula One star in the future. But moving on to the actual race, obviously, uh last season in twenty twenty two or in twenty twenty, uh Hamilton, uh Botas and Verstappen, that was the order of the podium the year before that. Uh, 2019, you saw, uh, we saw Charles Leclerc taking his maiden Formula One win, then Hamilton and uh Bottas coming in behind him, and obviously 2019 not being the ideal year, uh, for the Belgium Grand Prix as uh, it saw uh, the uh, death of Formula Two driver Antoine Aubert not a fun memory, not anything uh, that any of the drivers on the grid want to be reminded of. Of course, f- it's just a reminder that Formula One is a dangerous sport, and of course that Spa is may not be as dangerous as Baku or, or any of the other uh, circuits, but it is fast, and that's what makes it uh, a little bit more dangerous than a lot of the other circuits that... Uh, are raced at. Now, Ocon, coming off of his maiden win, which is great for Alpine, I mean, Alpine, great, um, great finish during the Hungarian Grand Prix. Lance stroll Valtteri Bottas, both will have to serve a five-place grid penalty. And then, of course, you have all those poor drivers who were knocked out of the race, so you had uh, Charles Leclerc, Lando Norris, um, Lance Stroll obviously knocked himself out, uh, well, him and Charles Leclerc, so that wasn't the best, and then you had a lot of unfortunate events uh, throughout the race, and uh, just, it it was just not not pretty for any of the drivers or teams involved in those. Um, For... The Hungarian Grand Prix, it was obviously one that was eventful to watch. Um, It saw a lot of the big accident in the beginning. Obviously, Sergio Perez, unfortunately, uh, wasn't able to score any points for Red Bull. Max Verstappen barely got in the points. Um, Valtteri Bottas really kind of started the whole uh, thing. Lando Norris, unfortunately, forced to retire. And then, uh, Nikita Mazepin, no shocker here, forced to retire as well. Um, but then you have, you know, Sebastian Vettel kind of that, and that whole incident of, and, and that was a big, uh, conversation over the, the break as well as, um, Aston Martin challenged, um, the, uh, the, uh, FIA statement um, and penalty that they received. They said no and then they retracted their statement um, because of the lack of fuel in Sebastian Vettel's car which ultimately got him disqualified which actually gave Ferrari another podium this season so they've got two podiums in Carlos Sainz and they've got one in Charles Leclerc so really when I say that Carlos Sainz is, you know, a potential world champion. They've signed a massive contract with Charles Leclerc until, I believe it's 2024. And then you've got this guy coming in. Everyone underestimate him. Everyone says he's not a Ferrari driver, yet here he is winning, you know, the hearts of all the Ferrari fans because he's gotten them two out of their three podiums this year and granted the the last podium he got really was questionable because obviously uh Vettel and his disqualification but i mean carlos signs definitely world world champion potential i think uh i think if he doesn't get one before he retires it's going to be very upsetting because he's got that potential he is definitely a ferrari driver and i will say that for the rest of his career he is a ferrari driver he has that potential to, to get Ferrari another uh, championship, another um, constructor's championship, which is obviously what the teams are looking after, but he's got this, I mean, his father uh, is uh, was a, a Formula 1 driver, so he's got that kind of legacy to live up to, and I think he's doing a great job in kind of making a name for himself. Um, he's kind of bounced around t- from a lot of different teams. Was at also. He was at Toro Rosso, he was at Renault, he was at McLaren. Now he's found Ferrari. Will they keep him at Ferrari? He's kind of got this, like, two-year contract deal, and then they send him out again. And uh, Charles Leclerc said that it took him a year to really adapt to the Ferrari. So will it take Carlos Sainz a year to really, if he's getting this much out of the car, you know, will... Next year, will he be able to take it up to the next level, get his first win in Formula 1, get a, a bunch more podiums? And truth be told, next year is, is probably going to be a little bit more eventful than this season. And I only say that because, one, it's a completely different car. I mean, new regulations and, and guidelines that they have to follow. I mean, obviously Mercedes always kind of builds the car around Lewis Hamilton, but let's say that they don't go with Valtteri Bottas and they go with uh, George Russell. George Russell obviously wants to adapt to the Mercedes quickly. I think that what's end up going to happen is is if they go the George Russell route he's got to kind of get used to the car and let's say it takes him a little bit to get used to the car. They won't be scoring as much as they did um, when they had Valtteri but then you have Red Bull. Red Bull said that You know, Honda's pulling out after this year. They don't have an engine provider, so they're developing their own engine, which is questionable in and of itself, which means Red Bull could either have a great engine or they could have serious problems. And serious problems when it comes to your engine, they saw it with the Renault. They saw it, uh, you know, with other engine providers. McLaren, as well, has seen it with other engine providers. They Sometimes you just got to go with an engine that is guaranteed. Mercedes um, has a lot of engines on the grid in other cars and in other teams. Ferrari as well. Now Ferrari, obviously, clearly not proving to have the best-built car this year, but they've got some podiums, so that that should say that they've got something right. Um, really, a lot of... A, a lot of possibilities for next year and I think that a lot of the teams going with some of their drivers that they have is a great option. I think some teams definitely need to take uh, into account what could happen and some drivers that could possibly be leaving Formula 1. Now, I think that Valtteri Beltas, obviously he could race for Williams again. He raced for Williams before. He did fairly well there. He's obviously doing great at Mercedes uh, being their second driver. If Mercedes doesn't resign him. There's always that question of will he stay in Formula 1. Obviously, I think he likes Formula 1. But will there be other options for him? Is there other options? He seems to be really enjoying rally uh, racing. So I think he could possibly become a rally driver. And it could fit him. It could fit him better than the Formula 1 cars and Obviously, we we're seeing this in in former Formula One drivers. IndyCar is also another option. Roman Grosjean coming off of a beautiful, uh, win which he got to celebrate in front of his whole family. He his whole family was there at the race. He's doing phenomenal in his season, uh, in this season of IndyCar. I mean, he's he's got two podiums already. So, and and he just won a race. So that's great for him especially considering how he ended the 2020 uh Formula One season. So really, Roman Grosjean coming in and proving that Formula One drivers can excel outside of Formula One, I think Valtteri Bottas should possibly consider doing rally only because it's always an option and he could excel at that and actually outperform what he was doing in Formula 1 which he was winning a lot. he's he's getting on the podium a lot in Formula 1. He's won a couple of races. Um obviously Mercedes wants Lewis to win. They want Lewis, especially this season. They won't they probably won't allow Valtteri to uh, really win a race because the the race between Lewis and Verstappen is just so close. Uh so he's going to have to deal with second and third and so on after but i mean here are my predictions for the for spa obviously 2019 very unpredictable the 2019 ferrari was very much a better car than the 2021 ferrari um but going into it my prediction is definitely i'm going to go with with max i i think that max for verstappen is a, a smart choice and then I'm going to make a kind of a bold assumption, and I'm going to say there's going to be a Ferrari and a McLaren. Don't know which driver for Ferrari and don't know which driver for McLaren. We're going to assume Lando Norris because, not to bash Daniel Ricciardo, but he just hasn't kind of clicked with that that car as much as uh, McLaren fans and uh, Ricciardo fans and even Red Bull fans who just still love Daniel Ricciardo because he's just such a likable guy, I think it's definitely uh, a little bit challenging for them to kind of go into into this and and obviously a lot of McLaren fans feel that McLaren could be doing a lot better. McLaren and Ferrari tied right now um, when it in terms of points, Ferrari finishing uh, or having that spot above them, taking third just strictly on the fact that they finished second and McLaren's only ever finished third this season so if Ferrari and McLaren are I think that battle is a little bit uh it's heating up it's definitely heating up just like uh obviously Red Bull and, and Mercedes have their rivalry McLaren and Ferrari have got their rivalry going and then Verstappen and uh Lewis uh definitely have their rivalry going, so it's definitely gonna be an interesting race, especially after uh that four weeks of of no Formula one a lot of these guys slowly getting back into it after you know a lot of them went on vacation for two weeks um so a lot of them coming back from vacation fully recharged and it's it's definitely gonna be an interesting uh interesting race weekend heading to spa so. You can uh follow us on Twitter at F1Off the Grid, or you can go to our website f1offthegrid.net. So with Spa coming, we will review what happens at Spa and then shortly thereafter, of course, since it's a triple header, we will see you. In the Dutch Grand Prix. And of course at Monza. So we all hope that Spa lives up to its name. And we'll see you next time on Off The Grid.